Welcome back to Live, Laugh, Lorazepam. We're super pumped to be back after our mini summer break. Um, And we have a very fun episode for everyone today. Yep, it's just me and Abby talking. (laughs) No, we have a special guest here with us today. He's finally going to say more than like two words on the podcast. Abby, introduce him. I'd like to introduce my husband, Philip. Hello, everybody. And uh, those two words were definitely accidental. Uh feedback in previous seasons when I was we were in a one-bedroom apartment so um, now I just get kicked out of the room when they're recording so yeah now this time we've actually invited him to the mic yes well this time we have questions yeah I had the bright idea of playing the newlywed game with these two I'm very nervous and and excited so wait so context though you're not newlyweds no Okay, so um, Phil and I celebrate our three years of marriage this August, um, which seems absolutely bonkers to me, Uh, but we've never played the newlywed game or any of those like silly fun games that you play at a wedding shower sort of event, uh, mostly because we eloped and we didn't have a wedding (laughs) or any of the events leading up to it. So we were engaged for exactly seven days. (laughs) Plus or minus an hour. Wow. Yeah. And uh, just kidding. Every time we, I go to like a wedding shower, I'm always like, oh my gosh, these games are so fun. And so um, Julie thought it'd be really fun to ask us the questions on the mic and <laughs> let us play the game. Informally, we did actually do it at a recent wedding shower for Julie's, oh, yeah. Julie's uh, brother. Oh, yeah. That, we, that was more under our breath, though. Yeah. They had passed out a game with all the questions. And so we just answered them for ourselves. And then compared notes, um, like, did we match up? Which we didn't match up on everything. I was very very surprised. I'm wondering if the three years of marriage gives us a leg up or not. So these questions aren't just shoe game questions. So it's not like who is the, like who, if the answer is not going to be Abby or Phil. Okay. There's going to be like, he needs to give a little bit of info. Ooh. I'm going to do some of those. Now I'm the one who's nervous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's not the regular newlywed game because it's a podcast. So we're going to kick Abby out. I'm going to ask Phil some questions. I'm going to write down the answers. And then Abby's going to come back in the room and guess what he said. All right. This is the closest thing to, I feel like, the, uh, the fast money round of Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's see if you get, uh, what is it called? The number one answer, right? To say, number yep. one answer. All right. Um, I need a notebook. I forgot to ask about that. And then I'm going to kick you out. Okay. You Signing want, off. You can't even stand on the deck, though, because I don't want you to see him. Oh, no, I'll, I'll go sit in the other room. I'll okay. face a wall. Okay, put some put my fingers in my ears. <laughs> oh, Blast <weird>. okay. music. <laughs> Get out of here. Insert okay. newlywed game music. All right. Philip, let's start with, like, we'll start with the easy. We'll start with the who. Who did this? Um, who made the first move? That would definitely be Abby. She definitely made the first move during the overall flirting phase, and she actually was the one who asked me out on the first date. We didn't quite know it was a first date at the time, but it quickly turned into that where she asked me out to a concert for an up-and-coming artist. Oh, Um, I remember that. Yeah. You're welcome. I couldn't go to that show, and that's why you got asked. Oh, really? I mean, you got asked because she liked you or liked you, now loves you. 
but yeah, I, I couldn't go to the show. Yeah, and then we actually, um, it was the artist Caitlin Smith who was mostly doing writing at the time, got her first tour, and now whenever she comes back to Boston, it's almost a nice homage to that, so we always make sure to catch at least one of her shows when she's in town. Oh, that's really cute. Okay, who paid for the first date? Aside from the tickets to the show itself, um, I did. Um, we afterwards, we went to, um, actually before, um, we got some food, and then we went out for, for some drinks um, and late night food afterwards, and then I paid for a cab home. Guys, you didn't, the faces I make it fill because he's so cute. <laughs> um, okay, wait, this is not on my list, but what did you get for food first, like the before drinks and late night? Originally, we because it was still a little bit early, um, it was more appetizers, so we actually got chicken tenders, which knowing us, we do that, we have regressed. <laughs> um, so definitely, definitely on par for the rest of our relationship. Um, but we were at Lear, um, which unfortunately is no longer there, but they have or had wonderful chicken tenders, um, after which we went, um, afterwards we went to Carry Nation, which is like a nice speakeasy bar for some kind of fancy drinks, and then we ended the night with late night Chinese food in Chinatown. Look at you knowing everything. Did you say leader? Did you say, where did you go? Oh, Lear, Lear. Um, L-I-R. It's on uh, Boylston Street, right in the, the Copley area. Okay. Who was the first to declare their love? That would be me also on that one. Um, I almost blurted it out a few times beforehand, and Ab actually says that she almost as well. Um, but officially, I, I dropped the L word first, um, walking Wally Beach, which both of us are from, from that town. Uh, so that was just a, a go-to um, walking spot for us. Like, I need this love. But also, I'm going to say... I figured she loved you before. I would say before you guys even dated, you were like the one for her. Oh. Um, even though you guys didn't, you guys knew each other for a while before it turned into anything, right? That's also saying something because I think we only met, I think only once before we officially started dating, and then it still took a few months before we really became friends, you and me. Oh, yeah. I think I, I met you at. A Christmas party. Yeah, at a Christmas party, very briefly. And that was a very not good time mentally for me, so I oh, like no. hung out for a little bit, and then I just went and sat on the couch. It's but okay. You have a mental they... health podcast now, so Thank hopefully you. that helps. Uh, okay, now we're going to go into a little bit longer question. Um, Abby has the day off in the house to herself. What is she going to do with her day? Full honesty. I'm going to answer this in two ways because it entirely depends on her kind of mood. Okay. If she's coming off of a long string of busyness, um, she will not do anything at all. She will likely stay in bed, stay in bed late, um, likely just on her phone reading. Um, she is devours books. She's, I think, read already 50 books this year, already only six months into the, to the year. Um, she'll do that for a while, eventually get up purely for food, <laughs> to be completely honest. Then she'll either binge watch reality TV shows or play six straight hours of The Sims. The other way the day can go is she gets all eye at the tiger and cleans the entire place and starts one to two projects renovating the condo. There is no in between. There is no in between. 
hold on, I gotta, oh my God, that is so true. Or, you know, even on her days that she's was busy and doing nothing, she is thinking about the project she's going to start when she's ready to do something. A hundred percent. A lot of wish listing on Ikea, Amazon, Home Depot. <laughs> um, ooh, I really like this question and I hope you answer it honestly. What is one thing that Abby has that you'd love to get rid of? Not about, not her physically or her traits, but something she owns that you'd love to get rid of. That's a great question. I have to think about that one for a second. Take all the time you want. I can cut it and make it seem like you answered right away. Thank you. <laughs> He's thinking very hard. <laughs> He's looking around the house. Are there multiple things? Or you just If you can't come up with something, then that's also an answer. I really can't, honestly. Is there an article of clothing you hate? Other than all the sweatshirts she's stolen from me over the years, I can't really think of anything. Okay, so we'll go with that then. I'm a very minimalist person to begin with, so not really the most materialistic of people typically. So most of the stuff is hers anyways, but it's quite functional for the most part. So I I have no qualms. Okay, that will be your answer. Um, what is her worst habit? There's the the typical pet peeves of picking at nails, but I think more so the the lie she says to herself of I'm going to bed early and then proceeds to read her book until the the wee hours of the morning. (laughs) That's a, a hundred percent where she typically would say, I'm going to bed early, like around nine o'clock or so. I typically go to bed much later, but there are often nights where, despite the three-hour buffer there, I'm still asleep before her. The other night we were hanging out. Sorry, I like I, this is questions for you for your wife, but I'm I'm the I'm the wife of your wife. Um, she's like, Phil's not here. I'm going to bed early, and then I'm pretty sure she was texting me at midnight. I had left her at nine. That sounds about right. And her phone is always on, like, it's silenced. Like, it says she's not going to get notifications from me, and then I still get responses. Um, what did you wear on the first date? I want to know if she'll remember this. Should I give the, the super sappy answer to this? Yeah. I wore a button-down um, red and white plaid button-down shirt with jeans and just dress shoes, mostly because based on where our first date was, it was right next to my office. So I went directly from work. <laughs> um, but on the sappy note, I actually did reprise that outfit the, the day I ended up proposing. I didn't know that. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not answering these because I'm writing them down. All the same. Shout uh, out to Banana Republic. Great shirts. You, um, you can cut that part. <laughs> well, I don't care. They won't hear it. Um, what frightens Abby the most? Spiders and uncertainty. One tangible, one non-tangible. Um, often I hear a, a shriek from the other room when it's usually <laughs> an insect. Um, mostly the, the higher the pitch, 
the more likely a spider. Um, and then the, the more quiet fears are overall uncertainty in life, um, whether that was when we were looking for a condo, um, as grad school was approaching, what she wanted to do afterwards, all of those things, because she's very much of a planner. And even though she's okay with the fact that sometimes uncertainty is in there, if she kind of controls for uncertainty, that in itself reduces the uncertainty. You're spot on with those. Um, if the house was on fire, what is one thing Abby would grab before leaving? And you can't say Lily. I was about to say Lily. She's literally been trying. Lily hates being picked up. So the reason why Ab continues to try picking her up is the in the event of a fire. <laughs> She's planning. She is 100% <laughs> planning. If Say if you grabbed Lily, what would she grab? I actually couldn't put a point on a singular thing. I'm not sure if it would be something sentimental but I don't know what actually that singular object that she would most likely gravitate towards. Okay. Um, this one I'm asking for our friend, Nicole, cause we've had this conversation. Um, now I'm very nervous. <laughs> um, what one word describes Abby's driving? <laughs> I, I'm going to, I know, I know where this is going because I've actually talked to Nicole about this. <laughs> but that said, I, growing up near public transportation in Boston, I actually got my license quite late on. So I actually consider Abby a better driver than I am. The one random skill that Ab has that I would say is uh, far superior than anyone I've ever seen is left-hand parallel parking. Um, Right-hand parallel parking, like on a normal street, is okay, but for some reason, when we were living in Dorchester with all of the one-way streets, we would often have to park on the left side of the road, and she would always just absolutely nail those. So, she's sometimes a good driver, but it's one word, despite the left-hand driving. <laughs> I mean, she, she's driving. a good driver. Okay, we'll go the, with good. Oh, the one scary part is sometimes if she's she's listening to music that she is really jamming to, country music, or... If uh, Olivia Rodrigo comes out with a new album, she gets a little bit of a lead foot. <laughs> Mine, were, mine is music equals lead foot. Yes. Uh, we have a few more. And then if we need to come cut some out later on, we will. Uh, what reality TV show would Abby love to be on? I don't know the answer to this question. Even though she consumes a lot of the ones that are like Love is Blind, the Love Islands, all of that stuff, I would say because of her not wanting to be a part of that, she'd probably do some sort of home makeover. Okay. Because she loves the design elements of it, the loves playing The Sims. And doesn't like, I, I was also thinking she does love um, British baking show, but I think she would get very stressed with the time frame on that where there's a little bit more time in between for, for like a home makeover show. Okay. Okay. I wasn't even thinking that route. Does that, does that classify as reality TV? I think so. We'll ask her. Okay. I might be kind of pushing the boundaries there. Um, besides yourself, 
Who does Abby text the most? I'd probably say like you, Nicole, or her mom. I was going to say Nicole first. I, yes, and mom. Okay. Um, not offended that Nicole was before me, even though I said Nicole's before me. Um, I think I think the the frequency. I'm not sure about the length of conversation, but I'm just more often. <laughs> more often, yeah. I mean, we also all three of us have a group chat and a group Instagram chat, and it's constant. And it's too much. Don't tell them I said that, even though they're gonna listen. Um, it's just too much that it's like homework. I have to go back and watch all the stuff that they've sent, even though I send just as much. I'm like, I feel like it's homework for me to go watch all the reels they sent. Tune in on season 19 of the group chat. Yes. Um, uh, you go, say you guys go out to breakfast. What does Abby order? You could go like, you could answer one word like sweet or savory or. She always wants to have some sort of egg involved. Um, so I think her, her favorite breakfast would be um, eggs over easy. Although, actually, I'll, I'll cut that part. <laughs> Her favorite breakfast would be eggs over easy with a side of bacon and a, a single pancake on the side, a chocolate chip pancake to be exact, with a lot of coffee. Okay, okay. Um, oh, actually, also adding a couple of berries on the side, too. Add berries. What's her favorite breakfast place? It was, it was a, a diner in Quincy that was right by her for home called Newcomb Farms where there are satellite um, restaurants of it. Obviously, is isn't quite the same as the original. So I'd say just any of the a typical diner like that. There were some great diners in Dorchester, but just since we've moved out of the city, we haven't had a chance to frequent those quite as much as well. Okay. Uh, let me go through my thing. Um, what is something that always makes Abby cry? You can list one. You don't have to list multiple. I'd say mostly TV shows or cute pictures of cats, <laughs> to name two. Both in very for very different reasons, obviously. But she, she really kind of buys into whatever she's watching, kind of the overall suspension of disbelief. So she really kind of buys into like the plots and all of that stuff. So I'm not sure if you've ever watched uh, like kind of an episodic show that had, involves like a mystery or kind of a police show or a detective show. She's always trying to like guess the puzzle of who did it. Most, most of the time she's right too, but she kind of is definitely plays spoiler for me who is totally oblivious to that. I'm, you just made me think like, I don't think, we don't watch TV together. So I can't say the last time. Oh, sister wives. She didn't cry though. Um, who's more romantic? You can just say one, one or the other. I'd probably say I'm probably the sappier person. Okay. Um, who wears the pants in the relationship? I'm going to split this one, actually. Okay. I'd say probably 60-40 her, but we kind of play on each other's strengths very well and it really good at deferring or if somebody's having a bad day, kind of picking up the slack and vice versa. So I, I do think it is a pretty even partnership. I'd give her the extra 10% because I'm pretty ambivalent on a lot of things. So when it comes to home decor, all of that stuff, I couldn't really care less. 
Okay. Um, two more questions. Who is the better chef? I know the answer to this one. I was going to say, I feel like that was a definitely a yes. leading one where, yes, I, I would consider myself the better chef. The points I'll give her is she is the better baker because cooking, I feel like, is a little bit more improvisational. And going back to her being the planner, <laughs> she loves the baking element of it. Truth. And she definitely has a bigger sweet tooth. Yeah, that's something I learned about you, that you really don't have a sweet tooth. I used to growing up, too. Like, growing up, I'd always want the, the biggest ice cream possible. And then just over time, I've definitely gone for more of the savory option. I don't get you. <laughs> um, okay. I don't want to end on a boring one, but okay. Uh, who's a pickier eater? I'd probably say her. I have the hesitation, though, just because I'm allergic to a bunch of things. So I guess inherently from out of the things that we are both able to eat, I'd say she has more things that she is picky about. Okay. Number one, thank you for doing this. Number two, stay where you are. Or actually, you want to go to Abby? Yes, I can go get Abby. Okay. We're going to go ask her these same questions. Any last minute like burning questions um, off the cuff? Hmm. No, I'll ask questions with you guys together. That works. Okay. Hey, welcome back to the couch. We asked, it was very calm. Okay, I'll say this, very calm answers. Um, I'm, ex for those listening, I think Abby's responses to the questions will be very exciting. Like, not very exciting, but more exciting. I'm um, not saying you weren't exciting, Phil. I'm just saying she has, she can react. I was pretty straight-laced, so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I expect <clears throat> nothing else. But that's why this segment will hopefully be the fun part of the episode. Yeah. We just had to get his answer. I mean, first. that was a good break for me. I folded laundry. <laughs> good for you. I'm <laughs> proud of you. So I'm going to try to ask these in the same order, but I kind of bounced around. So if not, sorry, just go with it, people. <laughs> okay. Um, so we asked Phil all these questions, and now it's your turn to say what you think he, what, what you think he answered with. Okay. Okay. Who made the first move? Ooh, that depends. Okay, it's, okay, asking out, it was me. But if, like, who tried to, like, hold hands first or anything, that was him. He did the first, like, hold my hand. And, well, because he went into more detail, what, where'd you ask him out to? Oh, I asked him, <laughs> I asked him out, like, three times. <laughs> the, the time We're talking about the yes. time I said yes. <laughs> Not the time where you lost cell service leaving the country, unable to for me to <laughs> All respond. Right, don't judge me. I was nervous. I was like, I'm about to leave the country. I have to ask this man out to coffee. Did I know this? What country? Where did you go? I was going to Iceland for like five days. Oh, I forgot about that. And I just was like standing in line to get on the plane. And I, all of a sudden I was like, I really like this guy. Like I should just ask him out. This is the first or the second time you asked him out? This is the first time I asked. Uh, yeah, this is the first time I asked him out. We had just become friends. He said, sure. And then we never went for coffee in case anyone's wondering. So then the time that I asked him out that we actually went out, I asked him to go see Caitlin Smith in concert at the Red Room at Berkeley College. And I was so excited. And it was her first stop on her first tour. And I was pumped. And I showed up an hour early. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You both, an you answered the same. He, except for he didn't bring up the part about making the move on the holding hands, but that was... 
He did. He, you held my hand no, first. No, oh, I know that, but we didn't talk. No, never mind. Oh, no. Okay, I don't want to I, talk, I took first move as the being asked out on the yes. first date and kind of you initiating the overall Did you process. acknowledge that neither of us knew it was a date until halfway through the concert? I did, actually, yes. <laughs> I said you're welcome because I said no to going to the concert. So did my coworker, Lauren... Oh, Phil, multiple people. <laughs> but he t- like after I asked him out, I like told everyone. I was like, no one else can come with me. I have to go with this guy if he says yes. And then on Wednesday, he texted me. He goes, so if no one else had said yes, um, I'm free. And I was like, way to make me wait multiple days to find out if your calendar was free. <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to play. Play a little coy on that one. But again, neither of us knew it was a date, so I could see that. Exactly. And also, you did say you had a friend going. I was like, I might have a friend. I was playing it cool. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Thank God you guys made it. Because (laughs) with you two both playing it cool, it could have gone nowhere. (laughs) This is 100% true. Um, Who paid for the first date? Well, I bought the tickets. But then you... I think you paid for like drinks and chicken fingers beforehand because we were so early and then like multiple drinks and then food later on we went to like five different places where'd you go for chicken fingers or tendies oh this wasn't on my list but he said it so now i want to know what he said i don't remember the name it was but it's like it's closed now and it was right by his work and it was right down the street from the red room and it had the best honey mustard sauce what was it called it was called Lear. Lear. Okay. Yeah. But then we went to like five other places. But I, th- I think you paid the whole night. Oh, what did you eat? What was the last thing you ate? Chinese food at Peach Farm in the basement, sitting with like four real estate bros at the same table. This yeah, it was really real communal cute. dining there. This is so cute. It was so strange. <laughs> um, okay. So you got that right. You both said the same thing. Um... Who was the first to declare their love? Philip. 100%. Full name. Oh, no. No, we were at Wollaston Beach. And I had almost blurted out over pancakes a week earlier or so. That was mentioned. I don't know why. I just was like overcome with love at, at breakfast at Newcomb Farms over chocolate pancakes. And I almost blurted out. And then I was like, no, okay. I got to play cool. And then when we were walking the beach, we weren't supposed to hang out that night. And then for some reason, we were like, no, let's get together. And then we were there. And then he was, his heart was beating so fast. And I was hugging him. And we were like standing on the pier. And I was like, oh, I think he's about to say something. <laughs> like, wait, my question, I didn't ask Phil this, was how long into your relationship did he drop the L word? That was what, three months? I think so, because... We started dating in April, and it was the summertime when we were walking to the beach. So, yeah, probably three months. Yeah, I think it was about three months. Straight people, you guys move so slow. Wait, when did when did? That's we... all we get for trying to play cool. Clearly, we're not very cool. No, but then we moved very quickly after that. <laughs> so yeah, how long after the L word did you move in together? Well, so the L word, what, is April, May, June. So let's say we said it June or July is when we said I love you. And then he moved into a new apartment like September one. And like the first time I stayed over, I asked him when we were going to live together. (laughs) He had just signed a lease for like an entire year. Hadn't finished unpacking yet. Literally fully. And then when did you move in together? Together. A year from then ish. Because he was locked into that lease for a year. 
And so then we moved in like July, the following, the next July. Okay. So nearly a year later. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. <clears throat> the question was, Abby has the day off and the entire house to herself. How does she spend the day? Oh, God. <laughs> How do you even answer that? I have like such ADHD brain. But it could be like 70 different things. <laughs> I want to know, what do you think he said? This is all what you think he said. Well, you've been answering like the truth, but now, now these are the what ones he said. What do I think he said? Yeah. Well, I definitely sleep in and I read in bed. And then, uh, I don't know. I have breakfast because I have to have breakfast. Maybe I go get Starbucks or something. <laughs> what do you do with the rest of your day? I That Phil would say you would do. Okay. I would, I don't know, because I either veg out entirely for like the entire freaking day and don't move, or I do an entire project and I don't stop moving from the moment I wake up. I need a bell that says ding, 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 ding. Wait, did you say both of Phil those? said, his first thing was, it depends on her mood. It said, if you've had a long string of busy days, you'll do nothing, you'll read and only get up for food. Binge shows and then end the day with playing six hours of Sims. <laughs> if you guys could see Phil right now, he's, he's hiding his laughter. It. Oh my god! Or or wait, do you agree that's one of your days? Oh, that's one hundred percent exactly what would happen. Or it's the complete opposite, and you will spend the day cleaning the entire house and starting two to three projects. <laughs> I have only two modes, zero or a hundred. Mm -hmm. That is, <laughs> you can laugh, Bill. It's okay. I don't. I don't have the like the, the, the spit oh, guard thing that you had, so I'm trying to be mindful of that. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> oh man, that was so on the nose. <laughs> My favorite was the six hours of Sims. Oh, because I don't know how to play one hour. If I turn on the Sims, like I'm in it for the long haul. Like I'm gonna start an entire new family, a new community, like a new world. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing, and then I have to like commit to the whole thing, and then I'll realize I've like been farming for an hour, and I'll be like, wait, this is getting weird, and I'll save it, and I'll have to close it. You after farming, you say it gets weird. I mean, I play well, Sims like, too, I'll but I'll build things for a while, and then I build the family, and then I'll grow skills and like doing like like growth things in the Sims, but then all of a sudden I'll find myself doing something like repetitive over and over like if I'm trying to build a farm I'll be like farm I'm like why am I digitally farming for like two hours okay and then I'm like wow no you should really go to bed Al. when I play I just build giant houses and I use the money cheat code and I make my sim fall in love with like six different people and then <laughs> arguments happen I feel like that's the more standard route. Thank you. yeah I think you're normal <laughs> it's the way it was not it was not the way it was intended to be played, but it's the way everyone plays besides you yeah. weirdos. Yeah. Um, okay. What is one thing that Abby has that she would love to get rid of? So what do you think Phil said? Like physical? Oh thing? no, no, not physical or, or emotional, like uh like not physical on your body or what am I saying? Here? Like an object in yeah, the house. Object, oh, okay, like a physical, yeah, like a physical object. object, okay. I was like depression? Like <laughs> Okay, something one. I want to get rid of in this house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This is dangerous. Abby has to hold her mic today because it's not working correctly and you keep moving. I know. I'm sorry. Because I'm like giggling yeah. too. That's okay. Um, the giant trophy in the other room for the sports things that you want. 
No, the question was in the he, opposite direction. Yeah, what is, what is he wanted rid of you. James Yours. Mulaney put a lot of effort into Look, creating Jimmy, that trophy. Jimmy, you're a great person. However, that thing is a monstrosity. Why? 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 Just wait. Okay, so, wait. Sorry, I'm misunderstanding the question. What did he say is something he'd want to get rid of of yours? Yeah, so you answered no, what you would no, want to get rid of his. I'm getting it now. Now I'm just like... <laughs> I worded it weird. Uh... <laughs> you, both, you both did the same thing. You just looked around the flipping house. My hair on everything. <laughs> like... <laughs> um, Come on, Phil's that's a great one. Phil's answer was nothing um, because oh. he's, he's very uh, minimalist. And most of the stuff is yours anyway, and it's all functional. That's actually, like, 100% true. I, I, I am a frivolous buyer, and I love buying, like, things. But if they don't have a function, then I get they have to have, like, dual function. Okay. If they're fun, then they also have to have, like, a purpose or something. And when we moved here, we tried to be minimalist, but we, we are not minimalist people. Or we I am. or you. It's me. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Um, but you don't also have a lot of belongings. That's what I said. <laughs> My parents might disagree with the stuff in their basement, <laughs> but other than that, yes. <laughs> we're actually, yeah, currently we're emptying my parents' basement of all of my art school stuff and, like, storage and whatnot, and, I, like, I think your parents are going to be next. So our, our basement currently is just, like, years and Your years. childhood? Yeah, it's year. I actually, yeah, my mom handed me stuffed animals yesterday, and I was like, this is awesome. But also, like, things I haven't seen since like, I was... You're like, Fluffy, I haven't... Se- what, are, what is the people named stuffed animals? Stuffy. Melvin. Melvin. What is Melvin? He's a moose. <gasps> Melvin the moose. It's a good... He's, he's, like, my favorite little guy. <laughs> I probably saw him in high school. Probably. Okay. So, Ab, we know what you want to get rid of at Phil's, even though he said nothing. You said that giant trophy. I don't even know what she's talking about. It's an eyesore. I'll see this later. I'll show it to you. Okay, well, yeah. can we post a picture? Sure. But then an apology <laughs> for the people who created the trophy, which was very, very nice. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a family friend's fantasy football league trophy. Oh, so just make him lose and then he'll get rid yeah, of he it. He keeps winning, Julie. Okay. This is the problem. I got really lucky. It, was it just keeps showing up back Dumb in luck. our house. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You got till the fall till it starts again. And then you got till February. So you were, what you're saying is she has to play fantasy football this year. Don't even go there. Philip, she no because i don't want it's okay we can cut this i don't know we're keeping this in i don't want to explain football to her julie i'm in two leagues already i don't run my accounts (laughs) he does (laughs) do you play free or do you put money down i've never put money down so if you put money down you're putting money down for both of us no i don't know about your work league did you put money for that you're in a work league? The Cousins League is free. I have no idea. That's just for, for bragging rights among cousins. I don't think we put money down for that. Okay. All right. Never mind. She doesn't know what's going on. I have no idea. I have not even opened the apps. Those are all. I hand him my phone. Okay. You picked Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers on her first and second picks last year. I didn't know what I was doing. So, so you picked two quarterbacks? I forget who you're supposed to pick first. You only, you only need one in that league. Oh. <laughs> I don't know anything. All right, we're not. This is not a football podcast because Abby and I. I mean, I know what goes on. She doesn't. Well, no well, previous previous guest Billy Corrales does have a yes a, a fantasy football podcast. So shout out to that. Yeah, go listen to that because we're not going to talk about it. 
Um, what did Phil say is your worst habit? Ooh. What is my worst habit? Getting distracted. <laughs> um, losing track of time. That is oh, not what he trying said. to do something like take a shower or work out right when food's about to be served. <laughs> none of these. None of these were said. He said, well, "You go ahead. You can answer." No, it's okay. I'm just. I'm just glad that we did. We weren't a hundred percent in lockstep for right? this. Um, he said it's more of like a pet peeve, um, picking at your nails. Oh yeah. But he also said, one of your worst habits. This isn't a pet peeve. Is that. You lie to yourself and say you're going to go to bed early, but then you read until the wee hours of the morning and that you may go to bed at nine and he goes to bed at midnight, but he's asleep. Yeah. That is so true. Well, cause I, when I say I'm going to bed, I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to my bed and I'm like, okay, good night. Because like, this is my turn off my brain time, but I'm probably going to read a book and I'll probably be like even more hyped up. When I fall, when I'm trying to go to sleep at midnight, yeah, that's actually fully true. I brought up how um, the other day I left, and you said I'm, I am actually going to bed at a normal time, and then you texted me at midnight, <laughs> and that your phone always says that you're not going to get notifications, but like but I, I text you and you answer right away. Yeah, and then I brought up well because that was our group that, chats. That's like an effort to get me to stop. Using my phone. Well, because here's the problem also. I, like, read on my phone. So if a notification comes in, even though it doesn't buzz, it shows up, like, while I'm reading. And so I turned on that, like, silent mode thing in an effort to be like, no, after 10.30, I need to, like, be focusing. Lies. Yeah, absolute lies. Yeah. I do. It is. I, I am lying to myself. You are 100% correct in he knows, that. He knows you so well. Um. There's, this is what, what did Phil say, because you both have the right answer, unless one of you is wrong. Um, what did he wear on the first date? Um, it was like a button-down shirt. It was blue and white and reddish. Like, what is that? It's not gingham. It's plaid? Plaid. And, like, what? I think you were wearing jeans or khakis. Probably more jeans because of work. What was on his feet? Sneakers. I don't know. Listen, the shirt was not blue. It was red and white. Oh, no. Sorry. It was red, white, and blue. I thought I, thought I said that. If I, I might have misspoke. I know. I was like, I that's my an notes absolute wrong. lie. I, I shot him a death glare. I'm like, she's wrong. <laughs> um, and it was jeans and dress shoes because he came directly from work. Oh, yeah. And what is so special about this outfit? Because he also proposed in it. He put on the same outfit the morning that he proposed to me. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah, what were you wearing when he proposed to you? Okay. First of all, he proposed to me over breakfast, which is a lovely, lovely sentiment. It's like my favorite meal of the day. And he went and got all the food from McKenna's really early, except like... Which is a local diner, by the way. I didn't know because it was my day off and I had just like left a job and I was starting grad school soon. So I slept in. Um, He didn't account for that. So he had all the food sitting out, like a big iced coffee for me, all melted, the food getting cold, and he's just standing in the kitchen, all dressed in really nice clothing, just like sweating and freaking out. I'm like, when's she going to wake up? When's she going to wake up? I was texting my best friend, Martin and Nicole, simultaneously, just very nervous the entire time. <laughs> and Nicole's like, wake that bitch up. Like, 
Yeah, like uh, make one of the alarms go from the phone. Like yeah, he finally alarm. sent me like I think I was on my phone. Like I was like awake, but like just sleepy and on my phone. And I think you sent me something like I got you coffee, and I was like, oh nice. So I'm in like a big t-shirt and underwear, and I come like walking right out of the bedroom into the kitchen, and <laughs> like I look at him and I'm like, why are you so dressed up? And I'm still half asleep. And then he like doesn't answer. And then I go, I start thinking someone's in our house. Like, oh my god, do we have like visitors? And so I immediately like pull myself back through the door. I go, do I need pants? Do I need to put on pants? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so I turn around. I went and put on shorts. And then I came out and I was like, why aren't you working? <laughs> like I had so many questions. And then I think you just, like, did not answer anything. You just stared at me and then, like, got down on one knee. And I was like, the fuck is happening? And now here you are almost three years later. Um, Okay. What did Phil say frightens you the most? Uh, What frightens me the most? I have a long list of fears. (laughs) Pick one. And I had to narrow this one down. Is there a category? No. Nope. I want to know what you think Phil said. <laughs> Just off the cuff. Yep. That's why we sent you away. I want to know. know. Now I'm having trouble. Spiders. Is that, ding, it? Is that what you ding. said? And uncertainty. Uncertainty. Oh, 100%. Not knowing. Yeah. Did I say uncertainty? I meant uncertainty. I heard uncertainty. Okay. Yeah. I don't like any bugs that have more than like four legs. Um, No, you have too many legs. Get out of here with that. I don't like that they can move so fast. Um, And then, yeah, uncertainty. I just like don't like not knowing things, which is why I spoil all TV shows and books for myself. I love spoilers. No, I didn't know you spoiled books. Why do you even read them then? I reread books. Like, I've read a series. I've like, re- reread you know? books, too, but, like, it's different. You're reading it for the love of the full story. You just spoil it. Not always. With books, I read so fast that I'm like, I don't really need to. But, like, TV shows, I have no patience. I cannot wait. I cannot wait three seasons to know what happens. I must Google it. This might be why I said we don't watch TV together. You and I don't. We don't. We don't. There's not something. We don't, actually. That's a really good point. We don't watch. We're always doing something. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, okay. If the house was on fire, what did Phil say you would grab before leaving? And I said he couldn't say Lily. I was going to say Lily. <laughs> he said it would have been Lily, too, and that you've been practicing. I have been because she doesn't like being picked up, but I'm so scared that if we ever have a fire, I have to be able to get her. And I can't, like, in that moment be like, oh, how do I pick her up? Like, it needs to be it's already. It's that thing. fear again. Yeah. Yeah. One, I must plan. I must always have a plan B. <laughs> um... I don't know my probably something sentimental or like my camera he said he wasn't 100% sure if it'd be sentimental or something else right because like I love my camera obviously but like but I couldn't I couldn't figure out the one singular object I don't know either pick honestly I don't know because like I have insurance and stuff for you know cameras and computers and stuff it's you know but but that's also an easy thing because you usually have it in a backpack, so you can right, I could just grab swipe it. To get that. But you're right; like, I, you know how sentimental I am with like photographs, and like we have a lot of like printed things, and um, it'd be a spur. Well, obviously, a spur of the moment thing. Yeah, actually, that's a really good question. Think about it. Yeah, I gotta think about that. This one, 
I said I'm asking for Nicole. You answered this one. I just forgot where we were in the line of questioning. What did Phil say is one word that describes your driving? Okay, hold on. (laughs) Nicole and I... Fuck this question. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole and I have had... I'm blowing up Nicole's spot right now, but Nicole and I have had a conversation together. Yeah, she thinks I'm the worst driver in the world because she drove with me when I was 15 years old. But I've driven with you now. <laughs> and you think I'm a terrible driver? I'm aggressive. I wouldn't say terrible. How many accidents have I gotten in? I don't know. Zero. Okay, wait. How many on. have you caused, though? <laughs> That's a good question. Okay, I've gotten in two accidents. I want you to know that one of them was with a parked car. <laughs> I slid into a tree before. But anyway, what did he say is one word... Don't look at my answers. I'm that, not. I'm not looking. That describes you. I feel driving. like this is. Uh, I don't know. Capable. I don't know. Cause like. You're like capable. <laughs> well, cause I'm not. I cause we talk about driving a lot. Cause he didn't drive much before we got together, and so. You did mention that. Unfortunately, like if I'm a shit driver, then so is he. Cause I mostly taught you. <laughs> I was gonna ask you what. Well, I, I essentially <laughs> said that. I want to know what's one word that describes Phil as a driver. Because he's never driven me anywhere. Sometimes you get competitive. And that's, other than that, he's a very safe driver. Very level-headed until I'm not. (laughs) The only time I've seen him, like, get, like, angry is either at a sports game like playing a sports game, watching a sports game, or driving. Those are the only times I've ever seen you get, like, like in the moment, like the switch of anger, you know? I didn't know that was an emotion that you had. <laughs> right? Like, but so, because, like, he, he might get angry about something, but it's like, it'll be like a low simmer. He doesn't snap. He doesn't, like, I get sarcastic, or in the moment, I'll get, like, I get, like, fired up, right? And I'll, like, snap. Or I'll, like, respond to something sharply. He doesn't do that. I think that's why, Phil, okay, these, these questions aren't for me, but I'm going to say you confuse me because you always just seem like just a joy in that nothing bothers you, and I'm just like, how does one function? He like has that? a normal amount of serotonin. <laughs> well, whoop the fucking do Good for you. Yeah, I'm like, what is it like to have all of your brain chemicals normal and also you have normal eyes? Like, you can see. You just open your eyes in the morning and you can see. Like, Same. Uh, see, these are the two. Those are two things that I am like, could never imagine. I've had glasses since I was ten, <laughs> and depression for many years now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I didn't know you could get angry. Okay, and he also well, so, well, the one word he said. You have a guess of the one word. I, I also when, when you did oh. say it, I didn't actually realize it was supposed to be a one word, yes, and hence the sorry. ramble answer mm. that you'll probably hear later. Wait, just tell me what it is, because I actually He said no you idea. were a good driver, but he could not think of one word. He says that when you're listening to music, specifically, <laughs> like, if Olivia Rodrigo comes out um, with a new album, that you have a lead foot when you're listening Immediately, to Immediately, like, he will change the music to something calmer if I need to slow down. And then, like, if we're on the open road on the highway, he'll be like, okay, now you can have your hardcore early 2000s emo music. And I will go 10 miles per hour faster, at least. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. He also said that you have 
a uh, really great ability to parallel park on the left side of the street. Yeah. Well, in Dorchester, like there's a lot of one ways yep. and you can park on both sides. You did mention that. And I had the Buick when we first started dating. You had the boat? I had the boat and I didn't have a backup camera and, and you know, that thing's ginormous. And I could left hand, like left side of the street, parallel park better than the right in the boat. You're a weirdo. I honestly, that is my superpower. I swear. All right. <clears throat> what did Phil say is a reality show that you'd love to be on? To be on? Yeah, what did he say? Not what's your answer. What did Phil say? Bepperty. <laughs> Bepper- what the flip is Bepperty? It's, it's not a reality. I mean, it's not, it's- like a segment for Smosh. Is it Smosh TV? It's a YouTube channel. Oh, I forgot. You guys watch a lot of YouTube. Okay, wait. Reality TV? Reality though? TV. You do watch a lot of reality TV, so I don't do, but lie. most of it's like dating. So think, what would Phil say? You You want me to go on a date? <laughs> no, she just want me to this answer this. This is the ultimatum. <laughs> Okay, because you're not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. He I said, took some liberties. Yeah, he said, you love shows like Love Island and Too Hot to Handle. I don't think you said that one, but you were talking about yeah, all the love lovey-dovey dating yeah. shows, sex shows. Um, and he said, you wouldn't want to be on any, any of those. Um, so No, not at all. I would not. That you would be on like a home makeover show oh. if those counted as reality shows, which I think they do. Oh, or, that's gr- I didn't even think of those. Or the Great British Bake Off, does, <gasps> if there was no like time limit, he said the time would mess with you. Yeah, I don't do well with time limits. I get distracted. But that's 100, the home makeover is like 100% true. Yes. Okay. I didn't think of that as reality TV. I don't know. That might be the, the hot take of this entire episode. <laughs> I think it is. It's like more real than, re, the, than the Kardashians. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay, besides Phil, so this is, I was asking him, besides Phil, who texts you the most? What did he say? Nicole. He said, uh, me, Nicole, or your mom. Yeah, like, you three are probably in, like, a three-way tie. Nicole and I send really random shit to each other all day. And yeah, I know. I'm in a group <laughs> chat with both of you, and I, I, I might get, like, I don't get annoyed because I send just as much back. But it does feel like homework, and I told Phil this. Like, you should feel free to skip it anytime. No, because I know it's quality content. <laughs> but you can also jump in whenever. Like sometimes, if I if there's too much, I'm like I'm not going back. Like, but I'll watch the last two things or read the two things that are sent last, and then I'll like engage in that. I have to bring up one she sent the other day. I showed my office because I thought it was so funny. It was the door. Like, what if you heard this? Oh, terrifying! <laughs> it was like an evil laugh from a door. It was like a door that was not on correctly and so it would create a vibration and it sounded like like an evil monster laugh um and it oh it's like the thing of nightmares actually Mm -hmm. i'm getting this right now because everyone needs to hear it it's just know that what julie's playing from a video is just a door like there's no person that's that's pretty great I, it, I, like imagine hearing that if you were at home alone. I, like, I would probably just kind of look at the door, nod, and just just walk away. Just, just accept like, that you're to, like yeah. Today today's now. not the day. <laughs> yeah, look, the house wins. I what? died laughing. I was like, oh my god. 
Uh, no. Okay, um, what's next? I didn't ask that question. Oh, you guys go out to breakfast. What do you order? Chocolate chip pancakes. And a side of bacon. Almost very close. He said, you always need some kind of egg, and it'd be eggs over easy with a side chocolate chip pancake. He said bacon, but I didn't write that down. Coffee, and then he said, you got to add some berries. Oh, I do love my fruit. And it's hard because recently, like, I've stopped eating, like, egg yolks. So There, there was an outtake where I had to stop halfway through because I started trying to describe the whole thing, but I figured that was not relevant. Well, just the, that's changed. So, like, the last time we went out for breakfast, I had a hard time because I was like, wow, breakfast menus are entirely egg. And mm-hmm. it, they didn't have anything that was just, like, an egg white. It's just everything's all egg. <laughs> and normally that wouldn't be an issue, but, like, recently I've cut it out of my diet um for like a uh, allergy problem and now i have trouble so now it's just straight pancakes and bacon <laughs> i love pancakes um okay we got a few more um what's your favorite breakfast place well it was nukem farms ding 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 oh well i mean they closed in wallaston though so he did mention that we need like a new a new favorite no local to us now that we've moved I mean, you're close to Yaz's table. Shout out to Yaz's table. Best Love donuts. Yaz's. We also went to Uncle Charlie's. I've never done that one. That was really, that oh, was did take classic. classic That's what you said, diner. any classic diner. Yeah, I love a good classic. I want like, like it's not even that You the want the paper it, place, Matt, with I, the ads yes, on it from the local. Ex- area. Yeah, I want old grumpy whites is what I want. Like, <laughs> um, okay. Which, uh, which is also a name of a restaurant, <laughs> yes. by the way. Not the. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way, Phil. Um, the world is full of those, though. Um, I did not even think about the like connotation. <laughs> it was a place, I promise. And it closed. Um, what did Phil say is something that can always make you cry? Oh, um, commercials about like old people, babies, or animals. Um, <laughs> mostly animal things. He said TV shows are cute pictures of cats. Yeah. Uh, all right, we have a few more. These ones, um, okay, who is more romantic? And you have to just, you can say one name. Philip. Okay, that was right. I have to agree, even though I'm not part of the relationship. Um, Honorary member. Thank you. I'm a lot of, uh, you know, I'm a thruple person. Not in my real dating life, though. Um, who wears the pants in the relationship? What did Phil say? Me. He said, 60-40, Abby. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's like pretty even, but I think I, I just like, whether it's taking initiative or if it's just me being spontaneous with decisions, I'm not sure what you want to call it. Okay. Um, I described it as apathy to not caring yes. about the thing. I didn't write Yes, that down. yes. Well, you, yeah, you're usually just kind of like, I'm good, go to the flow, it's fine. And I'm like, we must make a decision right now. You guys are so opposite, but it works so well. But then we also have, like, a ton in common. That is true. Humor-wise and, like, interest-wise, so. Um, okay, two more. I, did, I wanted to end, like, I, these were out of order. Nothing's really, like, crazy. Yeah. These are just silly last ones. Who's the better chef? Oh, Philip. For sure. Yep. Yeah. I did give you one concession. What was the concession? I can bake. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I can bake pretty much anything, but I can't cook anything. Well, I mean, I can cook. I just... I'm not intuitive the way you are with, like, flavor. You can follow a recipe, but you can't right. make things I can work do without fresh. a recipe. Yeah. 
but then I can't. Goes back to planning and uncertainty. <laughs> Fully. Like if I have the rest, if I have the like directions in front of me, solid, good, got it. But he's the one who can like open the fridge, look in the cabinet and be like, oh, I could make this, this or this. Like I, I don't, I don't, those things don't come to my brain. I can do that. I can't bake. Um, okay. Last question. Who's the pickier eater? Probably me. That is what he said. He said originally, he said, well, I have a lot of food allergies. I, was, I literally was thinking the same thing. I was like, we're limited because of food allergies, but. If it wasn't, it would still be. I you. think it's me. I think, well, because I think I have, I think you will eat like for nutrients and <laughs> I will eat for cravings. And so like I constantly will just be like, I'm craving this or you'll suggest something that I've eaten before. And I'll be like, oh, I don't want that tonight. So I'm, I'm picky like in the moment. Me too. But not like... But there's oh, more. There's a couple yeah. of more no-go foods for you that you just don't particularly like. Yeah. Where there's just fewer for me. Yeah. I you're, not a partic- I, you're not a picky eater, though. No, because I eat like a variety of things, and I'll find anything anywhere we go, but that's true. I would, I would agree with this. I am the more picky eater. Kind of going back to the, like the earlier seasons of How I Met Your Mother, you're the person who gets the salad. You don't like the olives, so I'll eat your olives. Oh, you guys are so cute. I hate olives. Oh, so do I. <laughs> Someone put one in Accurate. my... Like, one ended up in my kava bowl yesterday, and I was like... Um, okay, so that was all my questions. Nothing scandalous, but I have some questions to ask you guys together. Oh, okay. Sounds good. And, you know, just coming from a single lady, what's your favorite part about married life? Uh, I just get to live with my best friend. We don't fucking live together. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but really, it is kind of like, like when everyone says like, oh, we're getting married, like everything's going to change. Like, no, nothing changed per se. Like we just made like a commitment to each other. And that meant a lot, but also like he was already my best friend and we had already like set the foundation for like a good relationship. So like, and then COVID hit, right? So we eloped during COVID. We were home together 24 seven, nonstop no breaks, no other people, no visitors, no travel. Um, and I was a little worried about it at first, but honestly, like we have such good communication that like my favorite part about just being married is like, we just hang out. Even if we're not speaking, even if we're like on opposite ends of the couch doing our own things, he's just like my best friend. Yeah. I'd say like the companionship for sure. But I think also isn't just, related to just marriage, but just any kind of like the relationship is almost being each other's cheerleaders and kind of allowing that person to just become the best version of themselves um, for whatever that, whatever that means. And it's never perfect, obviously, but just continuing to urge them to do so and feel hoping to have that hopeful boost in confidence yourself that that person is kind of has your back, even if you, you mess up. I feel like there's so much more about like marriage that is applicable to just relationships in general. And I, I think a lot of times people give marriage advice and they're like, oh, it's very specific to like it being in a marriage sort of a thing. But like the, the keys to like us having a successful marriage so far have been things that like would work in any relationship, would work with like your friends, with your family, like just the good communication, the like honesty and transparency and like addressing something when it's wrong. Like <laughs> a lot of it's just like healthy, <laughs> like healthy communication. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of relationships don't have that. Yeah, and I think I don't think it's like like there there's always that like oh don't go to bed angry. Okay, that I call bullshit on that. Sometimes I need a night of sleep, and then the next day I'm gonna wake up and have like a clear head and be able to have a conversation. So like any like absolutes that people give for advice, I think sometimes have to be taken with a grain of salt because like your relationship might be different. Can I ask Phil, like we can cut this out if you don't want to, but can I ask Phil certain questions about yeah. your mental health? Cause we haven't done that conversation. Oh yeah. Um, how, have, Phil, have you found it difficult navigating Abby's depression and anxiety? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess that's the, the, the first question. At first it definitely was, was jarring because I think we both didn't quite know what it was and, until we kind of did. Um, I think part of it though was the fact that we did have a good foundation of communication where the assurance that it wasn't something that I was doing where um, mm. not having a ton of kind of longer committed relationships of only having a, a handful before this, I didn't really have the roadmap myself. So I kind of leaned on the communication that she, she kind of helped provide early on, which was, which was, I think, I always say it's the testament to why we actually had a successful or have a successful um, relationship is because Ab really pushed communication. So when things were going south in that regard, I kind of knew that it wasn't something that I was doing and was able to kind of just support and not try to fix it over time, where at first there were definitely times at the beginning I did try that, but then over time realizing just kind of giving her the space to kind of, like, she she's strong enough to kind of get through it. But I also, like, I think... We, I didn't know what was going on either. Like, it was also, like, the beginning of my own mental health journey. So, like, there was a lot of time, like, early on in our relationship where I was having feelings that I didn't have words for and didn't know how to explain. So, like, I just thought something, like, you know when you just, I, like, something's wrong, mm -hmm. but I don't know what it is. And then he's scared because I'm, you know, sobbing or crying or whatever. Um, but I, I do think that, like, yeah, it was... It was definitely the communication aspect of it. Because, I mean, I was quick to say, like, you didn't do anything wrong. Like, this isn't your fault. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And then he'd be like, okay, well, what do you need? And I'd be like, I want to hide under seven blankets right now. <laughs> and he's like, okay, but we also need to eat. So do you want a sandwich? <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I could eat a sandwich. Like, it, I think in the beginning there was a lot of just, like, uncertainty on both sides. And then once we got, like, the terminology and, like, figured out what it was and I got diagnosed then I think we had a little bit more of, like, an understanding. Hell, if the beginning of your relationship is when you first, like, have started battling depression and you guys can make it through that. Yeah. yeah. You're good. Um, I don't want to keep you, um, but I want to bring you back for an episode when we talk more about spouses and mental health. Yeah. Yeah, happy to chat about this anytime. This is, this is a lot of fun. So thank you very much for having me. You're such like an interview person. He is. Like you're like very like like a, a business interview. I've been telling him to start his own podcast for a while. Phil, start a podcast. We have the equipment. I just won't edit another podcast. Sorry. No, it's okay. Lil, Lil will do it for us. <laughs> who? Okay. Oh, Lil. I okay, like who is this <laughs> producer that you have off to the side? I know. And can I hire them? But thanks for answering my questions, guys. This of was fun. Of course. Yeah, and I feel like my interview voice is almost like me putting on my like my work voice almost. Your oh. dulcet tones. Yeah, Abby, ha <laughs> Abby, now that we're, we're recording, how do you feel about Phil's 
Okay, podcast up, voice. the beginning of this, when we first like turned everything on and we were just testing everything out, I was like taken aback. I was like, your microphone voice is incredibly attractive. I'm pretty sure your jaw hit the floor. It was hilarious. I just like stared at him across our like coffee like, table. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, you, you legit went, whoa. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> on that note, bye. That's the key to a successful marriage. A sexy, a sexy <laughs> podcast voice. Uh, well, thank you so much for being our host today. You're welcome. And I, I you know, it's not going to be my day job or my night job. I don't like asking questions like that. I don't know why. Okay, bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at livelaughlorazepam and slide into our DMs to share your story or provide feedback. Make sure you subscribe. Call or text 988, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, for free and confidential support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress.